Hi there, and welcome to the Knowledge is Powder Ski Podcast. Uh, I think this is the third of our Olympic specials, and uh, today it's just me, Ian Martin, presenting. Uh, Jim went to the zoo yesterday in Bristol, and I believe he's still stuck in the enclosure with the penguins when he was trying to do his own form of the skeleton. Uh, unfortunately, I was going to be joined by Steve Angus from the uh, uh, Val is there, but he is busy doing ski lessons, but hopefully he will uh, join us uh, later this week. So what's the news? Well, it's been very, very windy over in Pyeongchang. Uh, unfortunately, the women's GS was postponed uh, from, from last night to Thursday, uh, but the women's uh, snowboard slope style did go ahead. And a lot of question marks as to whether it should have gone ahead. Um, I think only four of the uh, 26 riders completed their their first run properly. Six of the first seven uh, crashed and, and none of them were able to do two error-free runs. Um, now, that seems pretty harsh to me. You know, you don't get many chances at the Olympics. Already, they cancelled the qualifying, so they just compressed everything into two runs uh, in the final, where normally you would get three runs. Uh, Amy Fuller was the British representative and she came 17th overall. Uh, I watched her run uh, this morning. Her second run, which she scored 41, a bit higher than her first run, 34. Uh, 17th was where she came at Sochi uh, as well. And I think Ed Lee summarised it quite well, uh, which is his job, obviously, so that makes sense. And he said, you know, in, in those sort of wins, having a snowboard on your feet is a bit like having a tennis racket with the cover on. Um, so probably wouldn't slide as well on the snow, but you, you get the idea it just catches the wind, maybe a kind of parachute idea might have worked better but um she said the conditions today were a challenge but it is what it is now what i also saw her say which did concern me a little bit more is she said uh, this is amy fuller uh, looking at the long range forecast this was the best day to do it uh, unfortunately it wasn't the best day for our sport now you know if that was the best day to do it and you had uh, you know terrible uh, crosswinds it does kind of bring into into question, you know, what the weather is uh, got coming up because we've got the, um, the men's downhill was postponed and the women's GS uh, was postponed. And already people are starting to ask the question, you know, are they going to be able to, to do all the events? Now, the uh, IOC's head of communications, a guy called Mark Adams, and he said, you know, it's a bit early. Come back to me on day 14. Now, I'm thinking day 14 would probably be a little too late to to make that decision as to whether uh, you're going to add on extra days. But I quite like the idea of adding on a people's day uh, like Wimbledon. Uh, the big difference being, of course, that not many people are going to these events anyway. And um, having a people's day when you're so close to, to North Korea could be confusing for fans of Kim Jong-il, etc. Uh, but more positively, I noticed that Amy uh, Fuller has been vlogging and she she is like a natural presenter. She gave us a little tour around uh, Team GB headquarters and revealed that as well as um, all the various freebies that Team GB get, uh, they get Burberry slippers. Um, about the only thing that they were given that doesn't have a union jack on. Uh, but they did look pretty smart to me. You also get like a dressing gown uh, and a robe. And I don't know if you can kind of roll out that carpet that they were given or the duvet and take that with you. But they get lots of free stuff. 
um, and uh, enjoying lots of stuff in the uh, in the athletes' village as well. I saw that Katie Ormrod, at least, I don't know how long she was in the South Korea, but she got to have a look around the athletes' village as well. I think one of the things with the athletes' village is that you can get um, yeah everything's free if you're an athlete there. I think famously. Um, Usain Bolt during the 2012 London 2012 Olympics was um, eating uh, chicken nuggets the whole time from the McDonald's they had. But um, Chloe Kim, who who um, did the highest score in the women's halfpipe qualifying this morning, like a, a massive score, 95.5, and her first run was 91 or something. So she is clearly on form and very much a hot favourite to win that. But she managed to, I don't think she got this from the Olympic Village, but um, she had an ice cream between runs one and two. So she clearly is, uh, you know, very chilled out. And also I noticed on Twitter that she had some churros uh, the day before to quell her nerves, which I imagine, I'm just imagining her going into that uh, uh, Olympic Village to the Spanish section and getting her churros. She's only 17. She's a strong favourite to win that halfpipe. Um, yesterday, you would have heard Jim mention that Red Gerard uh, won the men's slope style snowboarding. And he's also only 17. Uh, the guy who has a, a snow park in his garden, which um, is pretty cool. They just made it themselves. To be honest with you, it really is a couple of rails and a rope tow. But it sounds so better than most people have. And I'm very keen. I think we might start it up at some point to do this crowdfunding that crowdfunding that Jim suggested, so we can get Katie Ormrod to uh, get a snow park in her uh, garden. But Red Gerard, you know, he sounds like a character uh, out of I'm not quite sure what he sounds out of Tintin, maybe. Um, but his real first name is Redmond. So if you think he sounds a bit too cool because he's 17 and he's Olympic gold medal winner and he's got a snow park in his garden, just remember his real name's Redmond, Redmond Gerard. He, he doesn't sound quite as as cool uh, uh, as he did beforehand. So what to watch? I think today's day three, so it's still going on. <clears throat> uh, we've had a bunch of events, you know, during the night. Some of them called off, but later today, depending when uh, the pod goes live. We've got Biathlon, which is definitely one that I want to watch. I saw it described uh, somewhere else as, you know, perfect for the middle classes because it involves two of the most bourgeois activities, skiing and shooting. So I'll be looking out for uh, Biathlon. Uh, And then the cross-country has really captured captured my imagination. It hasn't really captured my imagination, but... um, you know, man, those guys are uh, and girls are super fit. So today we've got the women's 10K pursuit. That's about 10 a.m. And then at midday, the men's 12 and a half kilometer uh, pursuit. It's a bit sexist, isn't it, that they do different distances? I mean, you know, in the in uh, athletics, you don't have men doing the marathon and women doing the 24 mile race. So they should probably get that changed. Uh, talking of uh, cross-country, um, Andrew Musgrave, he obviously got his seventh place, the highest ever uh, by a Brit. Good on you, Andrew, for, uh, we might recall, we mentioned in the first uh, episode, he missed the opening ceremony, so um, he thought it was probably better to put his feet up for kind of three hours or so on a Friday night 
rather than uh, you know traipse around in circles. And so I think that was proved to be the right decision. And man, that guy is bullish. You know, he um, was disappointed with seventh. You know, at one point he pushed forward, got to second. He probably overdid it a little bit. But he's um, he favours the uh, the freestyle, and so the 15 kilometer freestyle is coming up, and he's targeting a medal. He's actually targeting gold. So Andrew Musgrave, great attitude, uh, and you know I will be watching out for that, and we can cheer him on. So also later today, you got men's moguls. Uh, that's between about 10:30 uh, in the morning and 1 p.m. And then there's some ski jumping going on as well, uh, which <clears throat> does put the jump into context when you. Uh, when you have a look at that, man, you know, they, these guys fly through the air a very, very uh, long way. And then moving into tomorrow, uh, day four, so we talk about in the middle of the night. Um, if you're a, a night owl, I would, I would maybe suggest um, uh, going to bed a little bit later because starting around 1am is the women's snowboard half pipe. Uh, and then if you don't want to sleep at all, you can watch the uh, men's half pipe qualification. Uh, obviously, the man to watch out for there uh, is Sean White, who recently scored 100, like a perfect 100, in the uh, in the X Games in the half pipe. And I've seen a few people suggesting that you know it wasn't it wasn't all that, and maybe he gets favoured by the uh, by the judges. But you know, by um, athlete standards, he is a, a, a real veteran, and you know he's one to watch. And then tomorrow as well, probably after we've recorded this podcast, we've got Elise Christie uh, taking on the uh, the 500 metres, I think call it, uh, quarterfinals and semifinals, hopefully on her way to the final. So that's where we are. Um, hopefully, I think tomorrow it'll be Jim and I again. We might have a guest with us. We're looking to line up Will, who's based out in a in um, Seoul in South Korea to get us uh, a view of what it's like on the ground. In the meantime, please give us a review on iTunes if, if you can, because that helps people uh, find us. We've got 14 different uh, five-star reviews now, so that's brilliant. And then thanks to my family for that. Uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and uh, also on SoundCloud is another place to listen if you're more of an Android kind of person. And don't forget, you can tweet us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, at the ski podcast so thanks very much and um, look uh, listen out for tomorrow